You are Locked On 76ers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia 76ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Tuesday morning to you. Um, hmm, today I got a lot to talk about. Um, I'm not, well, I shouldn't take that back. I'm, I'm not really going to air beat you guys too much. You know, actually, um, I have a lot to do today, and, and that's not the, the reason why this podcast is going to be short. It's just that I just want to make it a little you know, short and sweet, get to the point, so to speak. But, um, you know, right now I'm getting ready to get ready for this flight, this flight to um, Utah. We're going to be in Utah for three days. Uh, the Sixers are going to have a practice there. And this is just one of these mornings that I wish that um, I could fly on a team plane or, or I could leave, like, when the team leaves at night. But, uh, you know, Jessica Camarado and I, you know, Jessica covers the the team for, for uh, CSN. You know, both of us are going to have to get up early this morning, head to the airport, and, um, you know, be able to make uh, today's practice. But... You know, who am I to complain? You know, some people say, look, man, you should be lucky to, to cover a sport. That's not a real job. Well, to me, it's a real job, but if you think it's not, it's not. But, hey, that's enough of that. What I want to talk to you about is, is last night's game. The Sixers lost to the Sacramento Kings 102-100. to 100. You know, a lot of people talking about the head-to-head matchup between the Kings two-time All-Star and, and Olympian DeMarcus Cousins and, and, and going up against rookie uh, Joel Embiid, who, you know, a lot of Sixers believe that he deserves to be considered for the All-Star. T.J. McConnell even said that he deserves to be an All-Star. You know, he finished with, with 25 points. You know, that's good. I mean, the matchup was great. It was It was what I expected. You know, I, I I didn't think that Embiid was going to back down. I didn't think that Embiid was going to have a bad game. I mean, let's face it. This guy is legit. He's the real deal. He comes to play. He backs down from no one. I mean, no one. He's big. Is is I mean, he's seven foot two, two seventy five of muscle. He's not afraid of anyone. So you know, I really wasn't. Um, concerned, or I really wasn't surprised that he had a had a pretty good game. The thing that I really want to talk to you the most about, and it's taken me a long to get into it, but the thing I want to talk to you all the most about is this Twin Towers. Um, you know, I think it's, it's time for the Sixers to stop the madness, so to speak. You know, I mean, you look at it, you know, guys are always in the wrong place. They look confused. They're always running to the rim. And what I mean by that, the guys I'm talking about is I'm talking about Joel Embiid and Jalo Okafor. And then at times they put Nerlens Noel in, in there as well, the third center. Um, and, you know, <clears throat> Nerlens really hasn't been given um, a lot of time to prove what he can do because he's been he's been out for the first 23 games because of a knee injury. And then he had an ankle injury where he missed two games. But, you know, I'm here to tell you that, 
you know, the Embiid and Okafor thing is not working at all. It's not. Um, it's a defensive liability. And, you know, what I mean by that is what they do is they have Embiid because he's more versatile and he's a better shooter. But since he's more versatile and he's more athletic, they have him playing the power forward position. And what teams are doing, and I said this before, and it seems like I'm going to keep saying as long as they do it, what teams do is they pull him out or he has to guard a stretch. Like in DeMarcus Cousins, the guy who on this particular day, he attempted four three-pointers. He was two for four. You know, so... He's a guy who can shoot, and what he does, what they do is they they pull Embiid out a little bit. Well, tonight, it was layup drill, like layup line. I mean, that's all people were doing. They were driving the lane, just scoring at will against the Sixers. I mean, the Sixers gave up 52 points in the paint. 34 of those points, (coughs) excuse me, were scored in the first half. You know, Brett Brown knew it wasn't working. In the second half, he goes to a more traditional lineup. He moved Embiid from power forward back to the center, you know, and then Ersan Ilovasova, who was the starting power forward, started the second half at power forward, at the at the power forward spot. Let me tell you, the Sixers, they were they were down at the half. They went on and had an eight-point lead, you know, early in the in the fourth quarter, you know. So it was working. Now again, the Sixers they got to cut down on their turnovers. You know, they they just turn the ball over too much. They had twenty-six turnovers tonight, and that kind of like cost them the victory, you know, so to speak. But I'm here to tell you, they look a whole lot better without going to that Twin Towers thing. You know, now, again, I know they have to give it a chance to see what Noel and Embiid look, a lot, look, look like. But right now, for the little small samples that I've seen when they're in there together, you know, both of them are centers. They're both used to run into the run. You know, the spacing is bad. You know, now, it's, better, it's a better pairing than the... Embiid Okafor matchup because, you know, Okafor is just not a good defender in the paint. So what teams do is they just crash the boards. They do whatever they they want. They, they, they can or whatever they will. But with Noel out there, it's one of those things where their head is always on the swivel. He alters a lot of shot. The same thing for um, Embiid. It's just in transition defense. You see both of the guys running to the rim, and then one of them says, oh, I'm the four. Maybe I need to slide out. So, you know, that's something that they really need to work on. (laughs) I mean, that's something they need to scratch, forget work on. They just need to scratch it. Now, you know, Noel, I really would like to see Noel play more minutes, though. I mean, I'm going to be serious. And I know Brett Brown has a tough task. I mean, like I said, you know, the Twin Tower thing isn't working. So right now, you know, he he's saying that Jalil Okafor is in a little bit better shape, so he gets, you know, the, the the bulk of the minutes. Tonight the minutes were for the all three. Now mind you, Joel and and Ja started the game together. But 
Joel ended up with 28 minutes and 52 seconds. That's how many minutes he played. He played 28 minutes, 52. Jalo Okafor played 19 minutes and 33 seconds. Okay. Nerlens Noel was only on the court for 3 minutes and 21 seconds. You know, and then when you factor it in, I mean, you look at it, you know, he was a minus, he was a minus four, but it's hard to really gauge what someone can do when they're only on the floor for three minutes and 21 seconds. Now, he did manage to finish with uh, three points. He blocked one shot. You know, he he had one rebound, and he shot uh, one for two from the field. Now, when you look at Okafor, you know, Okafor finished with six points. He shot three from five from the field, but he had three turnovers. He did steal the ball once. He had two assists. He had two rebounds. So when you factor in, it looks like that Noel, you know, was on pace to have a way better performance than he than 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 um Jalil did, but it's just you know, it's one of those things where he's getting back. There's not a lot of minutes. Um, and, you know, you like I said before, you get the gist at what the Sixers are doing is they're shopping Okafor. They're trying to see if somebody, you know, wants him, if somebody, you know, likes him, and, and, and if they want to see what, you know, what Okafor can do, talking about an opposing team or a potential trading partner wants to see what Okafor can do before before you know they make a deal for him but um you know right now it just doesn't look good i mean think about it this team when they started the twin towers of mb and okafor in the starting lineup the team is as is 1 in 5 with those two in the starting lineup whereas the other the lineup that has irsan ilovasova at the 4 and Embiid at the five, and then you have Sergio Rodriguez running the point, Gerald Henderson at the two, and Robert Covington at the three, that lineup is three and three. Now, for a Sixers team that's seven and 23, you have to say a three and three record is phenomenal. I mean, you have to say that. I mean, you know, we're talking about 500, but you know, three and three L fourteen is seven and twenty three. I think that's that they're doing very well. But, you know, like I said, it has a lot to do with looking to see what lineups they have. It has a lot to do with potentially shopping guys so other teams could get a look at them. But um, you know, you if if I know if I know that the Sixers are more effective if they're a better line, a better unit when they have Ilovasova at the power forward and Embiid at center. You know, I know that Brett Brown, his coaching staff, Brian Colangelo, all the other ones know that as well. You know, let's face it, you know, I want the school to write. These guys have been coaching and running front offices for for years now so they know i mean and it's in the blood for both of them brett brown father is a hall of fame basketball coach um he coached in high school and the college level you know he won state championships in high school he was a great coach in the college level and then you have brian colangelo jerry colangelo's son you know jerry 
you know, helped found two NBA franchises. You know, he was in charge of USA Basketball. You know, his son is a two-time executive. His son, Brian's a two-time executive of the year. So believe me, me, all I do is sit there, watch games, and write about it. So if I know this, you know that they know this. Now, I just want to, you know, in this this podcast, but, you know, I want to help y'all out a little bit. You know, I want to help y'all out with uh, the game, the Sixers' next home game, their next home game. It's going to be on January 3rd against the Minnesota Timberwolves, which is going to be a great game. And as I told y'all um, yesterday, you know, I'm going to try to get some tickets for family members so they can go see this game because it's going to be Carl Anthony Towns. It's going to be Andrew Wiggins. You know, it's going to be Zach Levine. You know, going up against MB, Okafor, Noel, um, Dario Sarage. And you know, and and a, a couple other young young talent on the Sixers, so it's going to be a great game. But what you need to do is, if you really want to watch the game, and if you really want to go to the game rather in person, you need to, you know, go online and get your tickets at at SeatGeek. Now I'm here to tell you, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to find tickets for the basketball games you want to see up close and in person this season. There's nothing like being at the arena for the biggest plays of the year. And with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the guaranteed seats you want for a great value. Now, here's the thing. Anyone can go to SeatGeek and get it, but you want to get that $20 rebate. I know you do. You want to get that $20 rebate, especially after Christmas. I know you spent all your money on your loved ones, on your kids, on, on, you know, as my nephew says, his bae, you know what I mean? So what I'm telling you to do now is in order to get that $20 rebate, you know, you you have to get the SeatGeek app. So what you do is you download the SeatGeek app. You go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. You enter the promo code LO6ERS. LO Sixers is for locked on Sixers, but you just type in LO Sixers, L cap capital L capital O and capital S and Sixers, and SeatGeek will send you twenty dollars after you made your first ticket pro- purchase. So I'm just telling you, man. Download the SeatGeek SeatGeek app and enter promo the promo code LO Sixers today. I want to thank you for listening in. I hope I wasn't a little bit too long-winded, but um, I just wanted to get some stuff off my chest. This Twin Tower thing is not working. Yes, Joel Embiid had another phenomenal game. Now, he did have eight turnovers. That's something that he needs to correct, but you know I think he will. But he had a great game other than that. I was not surprised, nor should you. This guy has had, you know, more great games this season than, than any of us could have imagined in the beginning. And it's, he's only going to get better. And I think the league has taken notice. DeMarcus Cousins has a lot of respect for him. He said that. But, hey, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, give you a little practice update, and, and talk to you about some other observations I have. 
Have a great day and make it a productive day. Peace. You are locked on 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.